This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations. Hi, and welcome back. I'm Sensei Michelle. I'm Sensei Jackie. And today we're so happy because we have a returning guest, Pam. Welcome. Well, Sensei, thanks for having me back. I'm a little excited. Well, thank you. <laughs> and you will remember Pam if you heard the home security episode. That was great. It was a good one, and we will, of course, tag it in the show notes. Us? Of course, Sensei. All right. The big news is... I'm back! (laughs) Landon has returned from the land of the busy for a few episodes. Us. I have been gone for the past month-ish, but I will be back in here for a while. So excited to be back for one of my favorite episodes with some of my favorite people. We've missed you. Thank you. I miss you all too. And this is one of our favorite episodes because it's a letter episode. That's partially because they're so ridiculously unscripted. We have no idea what's going to happen next, (laughs) right? That's always a surprise. But we haven't done one in a while. So, you know, good luck to us. Us. No, Sensei, we haven't. Uh, Let's remind everybody what it's all about. Please do. Well, it's based on an exercise we do in the dojo. Some days when it feels right, we throw out a letter to the students. Say, for example, the letter L. And we all think about karate words that begin with that letter. Then we just talk. The conversation is pretty lively, isn't it? It always is, right, Landon? And we always learn so much, especially when we're talking about the letter L, because obviously that's the best letter. Oh, I get it, Landon. (laughs) I didn't get it at first. (laughs) Okay. Today, our letter is R, just for the record. Oh, I went there. the record. That was a good one. I know. I landed it. But before we get going, I want to remind the audience that at the end of the episode, we do look the words up in the dictionary to see how close we come to what the grown-ups say. And it's never very close. Never. But that's our favorite part of the episode. Because it proves we're right. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Okay, let's get started. Am I correct, Sensei Jackie? And you are starting us with our R words. I am starting, and my R word is risk. Ooh. Every day you wake up, and it's a risk what your day is going to be. It's not a bad thing. It's not a good thing. It's an even thing. It's an even thing on a good day. (laughs) Yes. That's true. Correct? Yeah, I know I interrupted, but hey. But we have to remember that with every risk, there comes a chance to have an incredible challenge. And we certainly know that in the dojo, we have to take a risk to succeed. We're fans of risk-taking, as long as you aren't making ridiculously crazy. uh, Let's let's say end up on funny home videos decisions. Mm, that's that's, that true. Way. that's true. Right? We're big fans of it. If it makes butterflies come in your stomach, you should do it. And I think that that was where the um, the virtue we are quick to seize opportunity has a, a basis in that risks that are helpful to the person should be taken. Absolutely. And I, I hate to do this to you, but I jumped to an R word, which I know is not on our list, which is reward. That's right. right. Risk and reward. reward. Those are related words, correct? Totally. Anybody want to add anything else on risk? Um, Sensei, I just think that risk uh, means being out of your comfort zone. Ooh, good. And going to the dojo has definitely been out of my comfort zone. (laughs) (laughs) 
at a good risk. For some yes, reason, I it. feel like we've said this before, starting this podcast was a big risk for us. And coming out here and doing this recording today, a little risky. That's it. Because right? your voice is there for all time, permanently. Yeah. And I think that Sensei bring up the topic of reward goes perfectly into my topic, which is the word results. A lot of people, when they think of results, including me at times, thinks about that little plastic trophy or medal, <laughs> but that's not really what it's about, especially in karate. The conversation that we always have before a tournament is it's not what you get, it's what you get out of it. That physical Peace doesn't really mean much. Now, I'm not saying that it's not great when you get the trophy or medal. It totally is. But that's not what it's all about. And I think it's important that we look at that because in karate, it's all about self-improvement. We are all here for ourselves and to be able to better ourselves and our self-defense. And I think that that really ties into You get out what you put in Mm -hmm. and certainly something that we've talked a lot about on the show. And I don't think that the result necessarily reflects who you are. It's your internal growth and who you are becoming. Totally. That any given result on any day is just that something that you can say, huh, but I am so much more than that. Something that you're able to reflect on. I love that. I love what you said. And I I think this is going to sound like I'm contradicting you, but let's see what happens when I say it out loud, okay? If you take any subject, you know, me in Spanish. Yes. 10 years learning. Or us all in karate. And you take a snapshot of the human being in 2012. And then you take a snapshot of the human being in 2022. Maybe they even made a similar error. Maybe we're looking at the mistake they made, but how they handled it was so different because of the growth. And so it's a different view of the word result. There was so much growth and the person who was doing the growing, they didn't even realize it. If I compare this to my Spanish lessons, when I go back and do Spanish lessons that used to be hard and they're not, I realize how far I've come, even though the lessons that I'm in are impossible to do. And that's true in life. And that's true in karate. So say, are you talking about maturity? Hmm. We would have to define maturity in order for me to use such a grown up word. I think personal growth is personal. Don't you? Yes. Like, Let's do this real quick round robin. Let's say you're a martial artist and let's say you're a martial artist in training. Us? Us. Yes. Okay. There are many categories you can grow in, correct? Us, many. All right. I'm going to steal my favorite one. You can grow in self-control. Us. What Definitely. else? You can grow in confidence in a way of doing that is through sparring. One way. And, and if caught is your uncomfortable place, maybe that too. And speaking in front of people, confidence is a good one. What do you think? Um, you grow in your focus. Ooh, yes. good one. She picked a good one. Did she steal yours? No, because I was thinking of uh, the weakest link. You, Whatever your weakest link was, mm. you grow to make that go towards your strongest link. I okay. thought she was going to the TV show. So did I. <laughs> you are the weakest link. Goodbye. So give me an example. Um, 
when you walk when I walk into a dojo, if I am shy oh. and I am afraid to do anything and I want to stand in the back, fortunately, when you go in the dojo, you are in the back line. Um, <laughs> but except sometimes I line up in a circle just for yucks. It happens up pretty regularly, to be honest with you. I like them. But and, and that is so it's really hard for me. The longer I'm in the dojo, the the more chances I have to be right and wrong. Yeah. It gives you that it, nice balance. Bal- it gives me the balance. That so I the need. balance is a great one, isn't it? Yes. And this is a perfect segue to your word, Pam. Are you ready? Yes, I say. Because balance is your responsibility. We got there. (laughs) Wait, I'm going to give us a drum roll. (laughs) Okay. It came after the word, but that's okay. Well, with responsibility, without doing responsibility, there would be no results. Um, The responsibility is up to me to go to the dojo and then consistently go home and practice to get better in order to get better balance, do better kata, overcome my fear of sparring. And that comes with knowledge but also consistently working my katas at home. So that's my responsibility that needs to be on my part. And the responsibility of any sensei is to know that you are taking your responsibility mm-hmm. and as part of our own to make you grow, to help you grow. Because you can really have to grow yourself, but we like to throw in little darts to help you here and there. I don't know if I like the word dark. That sounds, that sounds kind of personal and reminds me of how when when I very first started karate, the senseis would not mingle with the students ever. It was very rigid. They stood on one side of the room and you did not talk to them before class. And we all stood on the other side of the room. And sometimes they would throw things at us. <laughs> really? Just because. Not, not like arrows or anything that would hurt us. But we thought it was a little bit funny. Well, I have heard some interesting stories that I would love to go back to be in that room, be the fly on the wall <laughs> and just see throwing chairs. And Oh, my goodness. I was thinking more in terms of things like tennis balls. Yeah. But I don't yeah. actually have a solid memory of a thing, but that did remind me of it, throwing darts. <laughs> With that little game of think fast. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking that a responsibility is a word that, a hundred percent goes across the board in life. Yes, for sure. And like risk or anything else, the more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. Do you know what I mean? Listen, one thing that I thought of when Pam brought up responsibility is the responsibility to adapt with karate. Oh, Karate is constantly changing. So me as a purple belt has totally different responsibilities than me as a brown belt or somebody that's going into black belt testing, or somebody that now is a black belt. You can't stay as your purple belt self because... Yes, he's so right about that. You're not going to adapt, and unfortunately, you're just going to be stuck at that place. So it's really important that you figure out that movement because then you're able to get the most out of the situation. I wonder if adapt is my second favorite word. I've never thought of my second favorite after self-control, but I can see how it could easily become my second favorite word because it's something that's happening whether you like it or not, right? Is it like being water? Ooh, what a good one. Yeah, what a good one. Well, I do think that's a, um, a really good 
visual image, isn't it? Because water is always flowing, always moving. But I can see it as fire or as wind, as any of the elements. And of course, your chi has to adapt to the situation. And that's why you should go back to our elements podcast. (laughs) Good one. And I was going to say the the, um, symbol, and I could be wrong on this. So if you're out there and I am wrong, you know what you got to do. You got to holler out to us. And as soon as I'm done, we'll tell them how to holler out and then we'll push. Okay. All right. I believe that the symbol is the cherry blossom and tree. Yes. And that is because as snow falls on the branches, the, the branches don't try to remain rigid. They, they are flexible adaptation and therefore the snow falls off and therefore the tree lives and therefore the blossoms come back mm-hmm. in the spring. Did I get it right? You did. And, and yet those blossoms only live for a short time. Ooh, just like us. Just like oh. us. <laughs> the, the, they're, they're, their beauty is immeasurable. Just like and, us. Just like <laughs> us. <laughs> and you know what I was going to say? It feels like a long time when we're living, but it, it, it actually Very is short, a short time, short time, our time on this planet. And that takes us to our time podcast, which we, of course, we did that one. Yes, we did. <laughs> I love that one. Well, if you want to share your perspective or come on a show or just get in touch, you can contact us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. There's some cool stuff on YouTube, like us eating cake. It's going to make you want to go and get a Carvel cake. You can find us at wildcatdojoat.com. That's our website. Dojo Conversations at AOL.com is our email. And Wildcat Dojo Conversations on Instagram. Wow. He did great. He's impressive. And you know what's scary? I forgot we were supposed to do that in the four seconds we were talking in between the time I said we were going to do it and the time we got here. I know. This is my brain at work. But my responsibility right now, oh, get it? Uh, Us. Is to push us on. I didn't even do that on purpose. And I went a completely different way from you guys and picked a strike. Oh. And the strike that I picked is the ridge hand. I think the ridge hand is the forgotten strike in many dojos. I agree. I totally agree. And because the kids learn, kids, adults also learn knife hands first, it doesn't occur to them that you can also strike with the other side of the hand. So let's just give you the best we can a description, and we'll try to put a picture of the knife hand versus the ridge hand somewhere where you can see it. Okay? That's unsafe. The knife hand is the karate chop. It's done with the little finger side of the hand, and it's often done downward, but it could also be done horizontally, sideways, into a throat, for example. And it can also be done over your head to a guy in front of you, in which case you would still be hitting with your little finger, but your palm would be up, right? That's right. The ridge hand is done with the ridge of your hand, the side by your thumb and your pointer finger. And it is rarely done in a vertical fashion. Although it's a great groin strike. I'm just saying that out loud right here. Landon got an icky face. (laughs) He's like, okay, that's icky. But it is a great groin strike, isn't it? Yes. And just so that everybody can get a visual, it's going from the bottom to the top, upward striking with the thumb side of your hand. And although coming downward isn't something you can really see happening, I saw a guy do a ridge hand break 
from a ground spar position. Ooh. Okay, so he's lying ah. on his side, right? And he puts his hand in a ridge hand. And real fast, he rolls over and smacks the board with his ridge hand and broke it like butter. It was way cool. You should totally try it one day if you're, you know, owning a spare board, <laughs> know what ground spar is, and a little crazy and want to, wait a minute, take, take a risk. risk. <laughs> right, right. And you'll get great yeah. results, but you have to be responsible. Right. You really do have to be you responsible because you could get hurt. And you do need to own a couple pieces of concrete also <laughs> to hold that board. He had them on bricks. And can you imagine oh. if he had missed? Oh, oh. That would have oh. really hurt. Yeah. But obviously he had practiced and he, he was really prepared. And uh, this should be a pee podcast from all the pee words <laughs> I just used. Pee pod? Pee podcast. All right, guys. We have done well. Us. And I'm not even that late. So it is time for us to pause and open dictionaries. And with the magic of the pause button, we are back. And we are going to start out by seeing what the grown-ups say about the word risk, other than the fact that it is a board game. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow that's not on here. Oxford English Dictionary did not care about the board game. But they did say, it's a situation involving exposure to danger. And their example is cute. Flouting the law was too much of a risk. Wow. Now, see, I don't really always associate risk with danger. I do associate it with anxiety. What about you guys? I don't associate it with danger. And the other one says possibility of loss or injury. Wow. Peril. So I, they, they just went a step too far in my... Or, or a step farther than a person. Like if you're out there listening to this and you're not a risk taker, don't go that far. But hey, take a small risk. You know, whatever it's it is, a big risk. Try a pumpkin spice latte rather than uh, <laughs> small risk. Than Excuse me, there's no more pumpkin spice lattes. It's November twelfth. We are on Christmas, Christmas. now. Oh, oh they got I rid of no pumpkins. Idea. I had no idea. But Mr. Results, are you next? Well, as a result of Sensei Jackie's inability <laughs> to understand Starbucks menus, <laughs> Oxford Dictionary says that it is a consequence, effect, or outcome of something. And you know what their definition is? What? The tower collapsed as a result of safety violations. Wow. That was dark. I got to say, the professionals are on a negative thing today, aren't they? Either that or they're sponsored by OSHA. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. And can I just throw out a teaser? Sure. You know, I have an ongoing list of upcoming ideas for podcasts. Yes. The entire world of consequences is an idea I want to put a whole podcast into. And we even have a song for it. That's where it came in my head. I was singing this song inside my head, and I said, oh, gosh. And they get to see you when you were very young. You can go back on YouTube and do it right now, guys. He's still there. But doesn't that sound fun? I think it'd be great. I know, because people always connotate words to the negative, and I'm sad about that. Yeah, because consequences can be good or bad. Don't make me sing. (laughs) Okay, we're on to responsibility, and we've already discussed its negative and positive qualities. Uh, Responsibility from dictionary.com says, responsibility is the state or fact of being answerable or accountable for something within one's power, control, or management. Well, that's grown-ups. That was grown-ups. Okay, so the key word to me was accountability, correct? Yes. I think so. Now, Here's where I'm going to jump to, and I, and I know we're running out of time. Is it easy for you to be accountable to yourself, or do you do better when you have to be accountable to somebody else? Real quick. I have no problem being accountable to myself. I can do it. It's hard to be accountable 
but I can do it. Okay. When I was younger, it was to my teacher, to other people, to my parents. But as an adult, you become uh, more mature, I guess, and you become answerable to yourself. You hope. Yes. That's the key, right? You hope. (laughs) I think I have way more anxiety uh, being accountable to myself than I do to other people. Oh, that's so interesting, isn't it? Could be, but it's uh, part of another podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Anxiety. Ah! Okay. So this is really fun with my word. Oh, yes. Because I didn't do any grown up word. I did ridge hand, as you guys remember. I think it's it's pretty grown up. And here's the thing. When I Googled it, the first thing that came up was four videos on how to do a ridge hand. Wow. So if you're out there and you want to look at one, they got you covered here. And they also defined it. And I believe it is, I'm so sad, the Wiktionary. (laughs) (laughs) And they defined it as a striking surface formed by tucking the thumb of the hand into the palm. But I asked Sensei Jackie to go get her Overlook Martial Arts Dictionary, hoping I'd get a better definition. And I did. And here it is. An open hand karate technique delivered laterally, so that would be horizontally, with the thumb side of the hand as a striking point. It is sometimes referred to as a reverse knife hand. I had never heard that. Had oh, you guys? no. But it no. makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. We could use that for kids because yes. they always get confused about the ridge hand. And I love this part, and I can't believe we didn't already say it. Known in Japanese as haito. Interesting. I, and we all knew that. Yes, I can't believe course. we didn't say it out loud. So... Having said that, if you are wanting to buy an Overlook Martial Arts Dictionary, you could go to Honor, Honor Athletics, of course. See how I did that one? <laughs> well done. I tell you, Landon, it was tough while you were away getting my segues in. <laughs> You'll see. When you get in touch with Cynthia at Honor Athletics, please mention us, Wildcat Dojo, for your 10% discount. So how are they going to reach out? They can give them a call at 770-945-5150. Or you can go to the web at honor-athletics.com. Or scroll down and click her link in our show notes. The very best way of all. We totally want you to get in touch with us, support Honor Athletics, and send us ideas for shows and or to be on a show. We would love that. Us. Right? Yes, we would. And right like that, I want to say, wasn't it fun? It was a blast. And I hope you'll be back. Definitely. Well, thank you for having me. And I hope to be back. Oh, definitely. All right, guys. I believe that should do it. Bye, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. See you next week. And on that note, I'm going to sign us out. Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.